guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So, my friends, I'm going to take you over to chapter 12. Chapter 12 has got a cool, it's just some cool principles right here, very relevant to you and I. In fact, the first few verses are pretty crazy. You start in verse number one, you know, keeping in mind that in the last chapter, in chapter 11, Paul listed his resume, like I said, of all of the difficulties and hardships and perils that he'd gone through. You start in verse number one here, which is a continuation of chapter 11. Again, these were not written in chapters back in the day. Paul did not say, now let me take you to chapter 12 of my, no, it, these are all just together. It is not expedient for me, doubtless, to glory, as he's talking about all these things. I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago. Whether in the body I cannot tell, or whether out of the body I cannot tell, God knoweth such an one caught up to the third heaven. Now the footnote says celestial glory. So here's Paul saying, there's a guy caught up to the highest degree of the celestial glory. Most gospel scholars out there will tell you that this is Paul referring to himself. So when Paul says, I know a guy, he's possibly talking about himself here. And I knew such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell. Once again, God knoweth. How that he was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable words, which is not lawful for a man to utter. Of such an one will I glory. Yet of myself I will not glory, but of mine infirmities. Again, you had this previous chapter where he listed all of these infirmities that he went to. So Paul apparently got a taste of the celestial glory and saw some amazing things. Now, whether that was a vision or him actually doing it, even Paul's like, all I know is I saw this and it was amazing. Kind of reminds me of section 76 of the Doctrine and Covenants where Joseph Smith and Sidney Rigdon get a taste of that. And they talk about the glory that they see right there. Probably a very similar experience right here. I know for me personally, if I would have had that experience, experience, I would have never wanted to sin again. You get a taste of the celestial glory. You're going to want that forever. Now, verse number six, for though I would desire to glory, I shall not be a fool for I will say the truth, but now I forbear lest any man should think of me above that which he seeth me to be or that he heareth of me. So he's like, I'm talking about all this stuff, but don't think I am better than what I am trying to portray myself as. And verse seven is so cool. And lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. You know, this idea of the thorn in the flesh, there's been gospel scholars for decades, for probably hundreds of years that have debated what that thorn in the flesh might be. And I've read all kinds of different things that people think it could be. Like someone said that Paul was made blind, you know, when the Savior came to him back in Acts chapter 9, and he had always struggled with eyesight. And again, we don't know there's some debating about that, but we don't know whether it's mental issues or whether it's physical issues. They said that Paul maybe have had some physical ailments and regardless of it, we just don't know what it is. So it's kind of fruitless to debate that back and forth. But there was one thing. In fact, this thing, Paul says in verse eight, I besought the Lord thrice that it might depart from me. So he's like, this thing that I have, that lest I should be exalted above measure, this thing that I have that's kind of keeping me down, I prayed to the Lord to have it 
spirit removed from me three times. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee. Remember that phrase. We're going to come back to it. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. You know, it's interesting. This thorn in the flesh might be the very thing that exalts you. It might be that thing that gets you where you need to be. Now, the cool thing about this is you click on that word weakness in verse number nine. It takes you right to one of my favorite verses. This was my go-to verse when I was a teenager, whenever I was asked to give a seminary devotional or whatever. Ether chapter 12, verse 27. And if men come unto me, I will show unto them their weakness, this thorn in the flesh. I give unto men weakness that they may be humble. And my grace is sufficient for all men who humble themselves before me. For if they will humble themselves before me and have faith in me, then will I make weak things become strong unto them. So that's where all of a sudden you are grateful for these weaknesses or the overall weakness, this thorn in the flesh that you and I struggle with. And I love verse number 10 back in 2 Corinthians 12. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. You know, the word glory is an interesting word. It's an old English word that means to have dominion over or to command. So when Paul says, I glory in my infirmities, he's like, I have learned enough about myself and I've learned enough about Jesus Christ that I am going to take dominion over those infirmities and I am going to have them work to my advantage. Kind of like that idea a couple times ago where we talked about the thoughts. Paul is saying, I'm going to take into captivity those thoughts and rearrange them so that we are focusing on Jesus Christ. So I love this. Whatever the thorn in the flesh is doesn't matter because we all have them out there. Now in the midst of it, when it comes to you, I don't think any of us are like, sweet, I am going to glory in this. No, we go through our period of how difficult it is and how hard it is. I get that. That's normal. But I think when we get to a point where we start understanding the Savior and start understanding the simplicities of Jesus Christ, like we talked about yesterday, I think what happens is we end up owning these trials and we allow them to work for us. And in the end, we are grateful for them. Are they hard? Absolutely. And I don't want to discount that at all. Some of the times it just stinks. It's bad. But you get those things that humble you so that you can become closer to the Savior. And I love this message. It's always a difficult one to try to wrap your head around, but I love it and I know that it's true and I'm grateful for it. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.